play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 195, getting ever so closer to 200, which just means we're at 200 and we have a bunch more to go, which is actually really close to 300 (laughs) actual episodes for SLC Punkcast. And if we end up doing uh, a couple year in review or countdown type shows or best ofs, whatever you want to call it, as some extra episodes, which we're talking about doing, that'll probably put us right around 300 when 200 hits. Look at us go. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> when, the th- when number 300 happens on the punk cast, I will probably have listened to enough hardcore music to where uh, the line, this is Sparta, plays right before a breakdown hits. <laughs> yes. I like now it. That would be, that would be funny. That would be funny. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for 195. As always, a lot of great music. Going to be doing a fundraiser track again because one came about. And why not? Let's raise some funds. Let's help out. Uh, let's do uh, some new music before we play some new music. A few things that have come out recently and will be coming out soon. The list is short, so I'll go through it quick. Uh, Bajo Custodia released En Vivo EP on the 10th. Midnight Snacks, that's Snacks with a triple X at the end. They released Contact Contamination EP on the 11th. Also on the 11th, Slow Draw released Pessimist Single. Project Sellout released Soul Doubt, S-O-U-L, Soul Doubt. You like that? (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) Soul Doubt, they released that on the 11th. Contact Zone released Fall. It's an EP on the 12th. Also on the 12th, Noosebound released Lost in the Plot, a single. Uh, on the 13th, there is some Russian words released, some Russian words, single. <laughs> Does that help anybody at all? <laughs> <laughs> I think you, it, it could go ever so far. <laughs> right? Okay. Let, let me get uh, some help from Google Translate. We'll come to that one here. At the end, uh, on the 14th, Molly Darling released Drive, which is a single. On the 15th, The Chisel released two tracks, Come See Me and Not The Only One. Uh, Also, that Noosebound, that is a single, but they do have a new album coming, so expect that. The Struggle, on the 15th, released Tension Rising and It's Not Too Late, which are both singles. It's uh, released together as a single. We'll talk more about that here when we talk about the fundraiser tracks of the show. Los Pepes released together and Ain't Life Easy, which uh, which are sp- it's a split with Jabaros. That was on the 16th. Lazy Class released One of the Million, which is a single, and that's from an upcoming album coming out this year. Noogie released today, two singles, Teen Idol and 2020. That's both from a new album that will be coming out here in 2021 as well. Heathcliff is going to be releasing Stay Posey, P-O-S-I, in case I'm mispronouncing that, on Punk and Disorderly Records on the 22nd. Foxface will be releasing End of Man on the 22nd. 
couple I'm really looking forward to, and I will be ordering the second they are available on Pirates Press, the vinyl versions anyway. Antagonizers ATL is releasing Kings, and 45 Adapters is releasing Now or Never, which that one is an EP. Two great bands. Really looking forward to that. We played some Antagonizers on last week's episode. Definitely going to be one of my favorite releases of the year. Both of those are going to be on that. I know it's early. It's January. We have 11 and a half months left to go. But I know those will be at the tops of my list coming out for 2021, way out in the future. Uh, on the 28th, TCIYF is releasing Hammeroid. Played them on the most <laughs> recent episode. <laughs> I played them on the most recent episode of Punkanoi Worldwide because it was all bands from South Africa. They're a band from South Africa. Go check out TCI. YF, if you want to know what the acronym is, look it up. I will let you figure that one out on your own. Uh, not that I'm trying to keep the show like G-rated or anything like that, but specifically what that one stands for, just go look it up. Um, you might be surprised, and maybe you'll laugh. On the 29th, uh, Counterpunch will be releasing Handbook for the Recently Debriefed. Also coming soon, I don't know if they'll be within the next 10 days or so, but coming up soon... Savage Beat should be releasing New World. Hammer in the Nails will be releasing The Split with Exile. Empire Down will be releasing Gallows of Winter. The Analogs should have a new release. And On the Job with Small Town Stories. I don't know how quickly. They might be out within the next two weeks or they might be out in February. But either way, those are all coming up soon. Eric, anything you're looking forward to from that list or anything that I missed that you're looking forward to? Well, the... Uh <clears throat> Probably my favorite album from that list is is going to be talked about in great detail <laughs> further on in the episode. Absolutely. But, uh, as well as one of the new tracks that I am uh, uh, that I am unveiling on this one, as well as some new uh, metal tracks and whatnot. But I will say that there was a uh, yeah, on the subject of metal slash I don't know really industrial. The body will be having a new album coming out. Awesome. And I, yeah, I really can't remember the uh, the date, but it is within the next within the next month. And and yeah, that's just some harsh, sludgy, industrial noise, you know, stuff that exists in the background and the foreground of like a uh, pretty slow, dreary horror gothic movie. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> and also, this one was pretty cool. The search. Smirched on me by uh, Backseat Mafia, the band The Who, Mongolian folk metal uh, pun rockers. <laughs> Say that. Right. Brutal Mongolian folk. That's what I call them. <laughs> the Who. Uh, they released a single not too long ago of a cover of Sad But True by Metallica. Awesome. And goddamn, does that thing rip. That's fantastic. It it's a, it's a, yeah, for people who uh, listen to the Who and don't know who Metallica is, they would—they honestly wouldn't be able to tell the difference. It, they have absorbed it into their system and just blurted, blurted it back out as one of their own. That's fantastic. And it's cool. That's cool. And it's cool to hear guitar solos on, uh, you know, on their uh, stringed instruments. <laughs> the Mongolian. <laughs> I know that there's a name for it, but I can't remember. Well, we'll have to check it out. We'll have to play it on the show. We'll have to play or, or talk more about those instruments after we do a little digging into it. Uh, before I forget, the the band, the Russian band, is uh, translates to Turn On The Microphone. I played them on episode 59. Is it 59? 
uh, over on Punkin Oi Worldwide. Yeah, the last episode of Russian Bands that I played. Nope, it was on episode 60. Sorry. I just released 61, which was South Africa. The last of the three in a row of bands from Russia. The band is Turn On The Microphone. That's what it translates to in English. If you want to hear it in Russian, Google Translate says... There you go. It looks like... Microphone. That is, yes, that is the band. On the 13th, they released a new single, and I'm going to have Google Translate help me out again because it looks like a bunch of letters in Russian. Translates to Best Role, R-O-L-E, and in Russian, Oh, if you want to hear one more time, Lutsharoil, Royal, Roll, Lutsharoil. Lucha Roy is what it sounds like. Anyway, that's what is coming out on the 13th from Turn On the Microphone. I'm going to say them in English because I think I would do a really poor job in Russian. <laughs> All right. So that's the new stuff for the that's going to be coming out, has come out recently. Let's talk about some new stuff that we're going to play on this episode. Eric, you're up first. What do you got? Well... I kind of hinted at this an episode or two ago, at the fact that the one and only No FX is going to be releasing a new album come February 26th of this year. Right. So, but they installed on us a uh, single, which is in the which is in the uh, ah, the presentation of a music video, and it's uh, basically the song that. Anyone who's anyone who has ever listened to No Effects knows it. Linoleum. Right. But but this one is called Linoleum. <laughs> so it's a it is a reimagining of the song. Why? Because as you'll see in the video, it starts off with the band none other than Avenged Sevenfold covering the track. Awesome. And and uh, shadows up front lip syncing the vocals. But it's not the same lyrics as the original song from Pump It from Punk and Drublick. They are reimagined lyrics to kind of self-parody themselves. Okay. Which I guess that is what self-parody is. No effects. And whatever. <laughs> the video goes along and it uh, just does little uh, just B-roll of different bands and different uh, artists on their webcams who are covering the song, be they known or well-known. Point is being that Linoleum is NoFX's biggest song. They even say this in their book. Like, it's weird to them that they had a song that was so big that didn't even have a chorus or a hook. It just <laughs> was there. <laughs> well, the people, like the, the people like what the people like. Yep, that's the one everyone latched onto. And, yeah, you can't blame them. It's a good song. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's kind of a fun way where uh, NoFX could, could kind of... Uh, Re, uh, reincarnate the song and <laughs> not reincarnate that song. I can't remember where it's like uh, where someone's getting let out of prison or someone's coming back from the dead, but it's the latter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're bringing the song back and they're doing a little bit of uh, upkeep on it and just trying to give a little uh, a little sequel to it. So yeah, this is the first single. This is the first dive we're going to get into No Effects' new album, which is going to be called, funnily enough, The Single Album. <laughs> and 
these guys just don't know when to stop with the puns. And maybe that's for the best because that's what they're known for. Right. So, so yeah. So yeah, this is the new ish no effects song <laughs> played by, yeah, covered by Avenged Sevenfold in the musical department, but still sung by no effects, respectively. This is Linoleum by no effects. Uh, no effects, uh, no effects.
text Fat Mike. That's his daughter Darla saying that. <laughs> and the last verse he's saying, that's me on the street and I'm walking with my kid, which she told me she knows everything I did because she just finished our book. Dad? <laughs> then, it, then it proceeds to what the fuck, what the hell? Why did she... <laughs> Why did she feel the need to tell me that she knows her dad is more than kind of weird? <laughs> she knows that I do drugs. She knows that I'm kinky. But what keeps me up at night is that her and her friends know that I drink pee. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you've read the book, that's like the first couple of pages in the foreword. Right. <laughs> Just talking about his uh, girlfriend at the time who was a dominatrix and she convinces him to just uh, uh, pee on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's all out in that book. And the fact that uh, Fat Mike's daughter read it, well, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty ballsy right there. <laughs> people are into what people are into, and if you're not causing harm to others, then whatever. But. You probably don't want your children knowing uh, some of those things if you're into the, some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At a certain time, it has to come to fruition. But, uh, but yeah, I keep thinking it's something out of a out of like a sitcom, where where it's like, no, I wanted to tell you on my own volition. I didn't want you to just read about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you say you shouldn't have put it in a book. Yep. Because yeah. somebody was going to find out, and uh, if somebody can, your kids probably are going to. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty funny. I doubt that it happened that way, but it's still, it could have just been put into the song just to make us laugh, because that's what No Effects does. They put things in song to make us laugh. I was definitely laughing through that song. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> laugh or cringe or both. Yes. But probably that's both. That's the beauty of it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a couple other new ones. The first up here that I've got is the band Space Cadet. If you're familiar with the band, The Explosion came out of Boston. I love The Explosion. Definitely a great band. Definitely a favorite of mine. And when I saw a couple guys from The Explosion started a new band, it's called Space Cadets. Matt Hawk and uh, David Walsh of The Explosion, they live in Clinton, Massachusetts, and Brooklyn, so they're still kind of in that Boston area, you know, northeast, as it were. Uh, they got together, wrote some songs. They got four of them written before all these lockdowns happened, continued to put some stuff together, and on March 26th of this year, they'll be releasing an album called Lion on a Leash. It's going to be out on Wiretap Records. We're going to check out a track that they've already put out a video for. Uh, it's kind of, you know, the lead single. And we're going to check out a track from it. But before we get there, I want you to know that those two guys from The Explosion, they're putting this out. The LP features appearances by Brian Baker, uh, Bad Religion, Dag Nasty, and Minor Threat, Mike Sneeringer from The Loved Ones, Matt Olson of Dave House, Frank Lero and Brian Fallon and Chris Gonzalez from The Explosion and The Loved Ones. And the, the, oh, I'm losing my train of thought. There we go. Sorry. Pete from Bouncing Souls produced it. They recorded it in Asbury Park in New Jersey. So I want to put all those things out there, kind of bring it all together. All these people that are involved with this project from two guys from The Explosion. I like The Explosion. 
Let's get in and check out what two guys from the explosion got together and put together. This is Space Cadet. The track that we're going to listen to is Forever for a While.
That is Space Cadet. If you like that sound, if you like the explosion, if you like the people involved, if you like Pete from Bouncing Souls, you should get that. It's coming out March, March 26. Be on the lookout for it. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest. Again, that track from Space Cadet is forever for a while. And when that album comes out, you'll be looking for the album Lion on a Leash. Eric, what do you think? Oh, I got to say, <clears throat> coming off of the heels of the explosion, this seemed really mellow. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounded like a more... Man, I, I, I don't even know. I was trying to figure out an artist to relate it to, and I... I'm more unrecognizable of the sound rather than the uh, rather than the band's name, but I don't know. I'll doubt it will come back in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I I like it. Uh, I, I think they kind of have a punk mixed with new wave sound to it. Kind of had that that new wave sound. Maybe some more uh, pop punk style. It's not really pop punk, but maybe kind of like pop punk as far as how the vocals were coming across. But I like it. That's Space Cadet. Get out there, check them out. Next up, let's play one more new one, even though we'll probably play some other newer stuff. That's just how we do it. But uh, as far as this new portion of the show, Spunk, Volcano, and the Eruptions, they released Barry Milner is Thick. That's the name. Uh, they released that on December 4th, so just about a month and a half ago. They're a band from the UK, and if you're familiar with the band Dirt Box Disco, uh, Spunk Volcano is in that band, but Spunk Volcano, he also has his own band. He, he's a man of many, many talents, and uh, you got to love his mask. If you're not familiar, look his mask up. He's a one-eyed ski mask with like a little yarn mohawk. you got to check it out. I like the mustache that you see peeking through the mouth hole, too. He could be like the the... I don't know what, the, you know, the relative of one of the guys in Mast Intruder. <laughs> yeah, that's a good start. Right? All right. Let's check out the track while you, uh, while you think on that one. The track that we are going to listen to is called Looking for Something. Here we go with some Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions. <laughs> Let's go. 
House Bunk Volcano and the Eruptions looking for something. They even have a similar style. I'm not going to call it too close, but similar style to Mast Intruder. Maybe that's uh, the the cousins, the English cousins of Mast Intruder or the American cousins, whichever way you want to look at it, of Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions would be Mast Intruder. Either way, I like them. Go check out Barry Milner is Thick, Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions. Put that out a month and a half ago. Eric, let's get into some older, lesser-known stuff. What'd you pick? Well, I picked a band of which I discovered in kind of a funny way. When I used to work uh, security over at uh, Piper Down, the uh, it's a bar. It's a bar, a <laughs> pub in Salt Lake City. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I was a bouncer there. And I was sitting at the... Uh, at the little desk in the front where I sit and take people's IDs and whatnot. And, and yeah, there must've been some uh, other punk rockers who had worked there before me. Cause it was kind of decked out in random stickers. And I saw a sticker that had the name invertebrate written on it. And it was written in a, uh, you know, metallic fashion. You know, you think of how a metal band's logo looks, that's what it was. Right. And I was like, huh, invertebrate. I wonder if that's a band. And it took me until last week to, to look them up. And I, <laughs> I was not disappointed. It's a lot of a grind core, a lot of power violence, stuff leaning on the metal side, stuff leaning on the grinding punk side, and uh, stuff getting a little a bit death metal-y. But anyway, they're a, yeah, they hail from Oakland. Oh, a lot of great stuff coming out of the Bay Area, both past and present. This is one of the present ones. And they had a few. They have a few releases available on their Bandcamp: a, uh, a full length, a split EP, and a regular EP. This is the one that came off of their Precambrian album, and it's the last song that uh, that plays on there. And I was thinking, yeah, I gotta play one of these songs on here. And I chose this song, "Patriot," because yeah, it's kind of a holiday song. Today is inauguration day, right? Uh, yeah, where we got that. That talking annoying orange with the bad hair out of uh, out of the White House finally, <laughs> and we got a a slightly uh, a slightly less demeaning individual in there, but but yeah, not to not to be super political. I'm just saying at least we got a guy in there who can complete a sentence and speak in more than three syllables. <laughs> so at least there's that, but. That's a that's a lead into what I'm saying is like a you know a few like last week we had that coup on the state on the capital it was almost a coup but all those people that got a uh, that like raided the capitol building and they just were like going crazy and just and just like waving the trump flag and whatnot and now they're all getting hunted down and being put on no fly lists and uh, getting a uh, charged for felonies and getting prison time a lot of crazy stuff yeah but, poor choice there i know but the thing is those guys were uh, doing what they deemed as patriotic <laughs> so that's why this song stuck out to me i was uh and i wanted to put it on this one where it's like you don't necessarily have to stand with the government it's that it's that quote from teddy roosevelt that's been uh that's been being thrown around the media sites where it's like patriotism is standing with your country, not necessarily the government. Right. So, 
So yeah, and it could go one of two ways. The patriotism, and I'm speaking in air quotes here, the patriotism that we saw happen at the at the Capitol building last week with all those uh, angry with all those angry mega men and slash women just uh, really pissed off that their guy was going out. And they thought they were being patriotic when really all they were doing was causing a ruckus, in my opinion. <laughs> but but that's the thing. A ruckus can go either way. And it can be held under the umbrella of patriotic. And it's left up for... Uh, uh, it's eye of beholder. It's eye of the beholder to whatever Thank you're you. interpreting it as, yes. Depends Thank on who's looking at I'm, it. That's what I'm... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. People look at that as patriotism. Other people look at it as terrorism. So right. So yeah, that's why I chose the song "Patriot" just for a, just for mainly to kind of think about where you personally stand. Not on, not in judgment of either side of the political spectrum, but just who you are. What are your beliefs? Why do you feel like uh, whoever is in charge best represents you as a person? And that's that's where I'm going to leave the. The rant. I don't want to get too insane on here. <laughs> I got to keep it focused. It is music. And in short, this is a good song. This is a good song. Came out uh, seven years ago, almost. Just a, just a shade under seven in 2014. So, yeah, you can tell the political spectrum hasn't devolted in any, devolved in any way in punk and metal or in the in-between. People are still out there paying attention and they're getting angry or less angry about it. Right. So, so yeah, we'll see what the future comes. But for now, here is Invertebrate with Patriot. We reclaim the American dream and reaffirm that fundamental truth that out of many, we are one. You hear that line? Line's for you. Don't make me laugh. For one people. It's a myth created by Thomas Jefferson. Oh, now you're going to have a go at Jefferson, huh? My friend, Jefferson's an American saint because he wrote the words, all men are created equal. Words he clearly didn't believe since he allowed his own children to live in slavery. He was a rich wine snob who was sick of paying taxes to the Brits. So yeah, he wrote some lovely words and aroused the rabble and they went out and died for those words while he sat back and drank his wine and fucked his slave girl. This guy wants to tell me we're living in a community. Don't make me laugh. I'm living in America. And in America, you're on your own. America's not a country. It's just a business. Now fucking pay me. <laughs>
quite the intro that song had. Oh yeah, that was uh. Yeah, you gotta love it when uh songs give that intro just to kind of set the set the presentation. <laughs> right. Yeah. And. And yeah, like uh, I said what I I said what I needed to say, and then the song just kind of added it as a as a conclusion but yeah it well assembles the uh the overall feeling that people have being a uh, disgruntled citizens of of countries it go it goes across the board it doesn't necessarily have to stay within your homeland you're just uh you're just there experiencing for itself so that's your frame of reference but it goes all over the world people are pissed off everywhere that's true uh with our current political climate here I know that China celebrated Biden being inaugurated today, but there's other countries that don't necessarily agree with that either. You know, so other countries even are affected by politics. There's countries around this world that some were displeased and unhappy with the way the election went in the U.S. and some were incredibly happy and were glad that it turned out the way it did. That's just, uh, you know perspective for them and just like you said you know it doesn't just affect your political area either and some of those as you're pointing out uh can be relatable within their own countries and their own political yeah Yeah. very true it depends on how broad the uh the point one would be making is and this one patriotism it goes uh it goes all over the place but you know, you, you can't just sit and call yourself a patriot and like wear the veil and just say, "Yeah, I was uh, I'm this way." You know, your actions speak louder than what you're calling yourself. Right. Yeah. Whether you, you agree or not, whether you agree or not with the people that stormed the Capitol, and I don't. I think that was, uh, you know, if you're dissatisfied with your government, that was not the proper time to do it. Uh, so I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't, but. Just as you pointed out, they did something, you know, and in their minds and for others, people probably think that they are uh, patriots, but, uh, you know, poor timing, not not well thought out, uh, too many people, and, you know, some people get some people going, and others are just followers. They say, oh, they're doing it, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> yeah, the thing that really uh, was like an anvil chandelier drop on their uh – you know, um, their their rabble, their protest or whatever. I was like, okay, what exactly is it that you're protesting? You haven't really made that clear, right? I mean, yeah, you're mad that the guy that you voted for is uh, leaving the office, but never has it been intensified that that much in recent history, right? When, yeah, I mean, I was uh, speaking around with my friends. I'm like, well. You know, inauguration day is tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if they had Biden come out and take the oath while wearing a bulletproof suit, just whole body. Right. Not the way to go. And uh, to transition into the song I picked, you know, it was written by a band from England. So, you know, a band, this applied to them. And by no means how I'm interpreting it and the reason I'm playing it on this episode today has any reason to do with why they created this song. Uh I picked this song much the same reason that Eric picked this song for it. it, I knew it was going to be inauguration day and I was listening to the band knock off about a week or so ago. And I heard this song and I thought, yeah, this reminds me of something. 
And so I thought, I'm going to play it on the show. I ain't played it on the show yet. So the band Knockoff, they put out the album You Get One Life, August 29th of 2019. So keep that in mind. They're not writing it about specifically U.S. politics that are happening today or even in the past couple months. That was, that was released August 29th of last year, plus they wrote it before that. I just found that it applies because it is talking about people in government. And I am not a particular fan of Joe Biden. I think that Joe Biden, he is inaugurated as the 46th president, but one way or the other, he is probably not going to make it through his presidency. He's either going to be convicted as a criminal, and if he gets a pass on that, I don't think that his political party really wants him there because I don't think anybody really supported Joe Biden. I think they were either pro-Trump or against Trump. And Biden just happened to be the lead candidate in the against Trump party. And if you support Biden, I am very surprised. But uh, supporting a political party, that's different. That individual of the political party, that would be surprising to me. This particular track right here goes out to the Biden-Harris administration, and it's currently the Biden-Harris administration, but like I said, I think it's going to be the Harris administration before long. Either his party will throw him to the wolves, or they will get rid of him one way or the other and usher in the next president, which will be probably Kamala Harris. So here goes for the Biden-Harris administration, clueless and corrupt. because I prefaced already, I'm going to reiterate, that band probably had something else in mind, but it's relatable, and that's a, a good example of two different people, the big people in Knockoff, and then myself, looking through the same lenses, but seeing something different, or in that case, looking at something different, but seeing something the same. 
I like that band a lot. That is completely written about whatever else happened way before this, uh, our current political climate here in the U.S. So keep that in mind. Don't judge knockoff one way or the other for that particular track, or at least the reason why I played it. Uh, but if you like knockoff, I really like knockoff. A really cool band. They're from London. They started as a band way back in 2013. They play tons of shows every year, except for obviously this past year, because nobody plays a lot of shows this past year. Uh, <laughs> but normally they are. And I had Andy T on SLC Punkcast way back on episode 21. Yes, you heard at the top of the show. We're on 195. Well, Andy, he was on episode 21 way back October 2017. And if you want to go check that out, you can listen to some tracks that were new at the time. They were pre-this album, You Get One Life, which is a great album. Played some songs from it, just hadn't happened to play that particular song yet. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's move on to the Fundraiser track. What did you think of that track anyway? You a fan of Knockoff, Eric? I can't say I'm a fan of Knockoff or even aware of their existence until now. There you and go. Now, <laughs> now i got to say... I could soon be a fan. Right. I really loved. I really loved that clueless and corrupt. Yeah, Great I stuff. Of, uh, kept thinking of their guy, who's like the the British Bojo Trump. Yes. Bojo. Yep. That guy. Exactly. That's who kept coming to my mind. So, yeah, maybe it is about him. Maybe it's about more. But clueless and corrupt. That's another thing that could go across the board. Absolutely. Well, check out Knockoff, great band. That was off their latest release, but that release came out about a year and a half ago. The next band is also out of the UK. It's a fundraiser track that we're going to play. Uh, the band is The Struggle. I like this band a lot. They've been a band for, I think, what, like five years, maybe a little more than that. Had some releases, uh, releases over on Pirates Press. They're doing, uh, they released two tracks, uh, It's Not Too Late, and then the other track is Tension Rising, so it's a single. All proceeds go to benefit the venue in the UK. Uh, Boom is the name of the, the venue. It's in Leeds. Uh, cool band, cool concept. You know, there's a lot of, uh, early on, like months ago, bands were doing this kind of things to save their local venues. Well, they're doing their part to save this venue. Uh, as we just talked about, shows not really happening. So when shows aren't happening, Bands aren't able to go play at venues like this, and when the venues don't have anything, then what do you? What are they going to do to stay open, make money? If you're not familiar with Boom, and I wasn't, uh, it is uh, you know a place where bands who tour all over the place it is likened to, frequently likened to CBGBs of New York, which I am sure several people, especially here in the U.S., are familiar with that. So this what. That's what this is going to fund. And on top of all of that, uh, their crowdfunding and all of that stuff. So do it. Help out Boom. Buy these tracks. Stru uh, the Struggle is a great band. But The Struggle is officially no more. This is their farewell send-off as a band. The last two tracks they're putting out as a band are these two tracks here for this fundraiser. So... Get out there, get them. They'll be the last two tracks you'll be able to get from the band, The Struggle. And all the proceeds are going to go to help Boom over there in Leeds in the UK. Uh, I definitely want to help it out. I want to get there someday. I want to go see a show at Boom. So 
Hopefully it's still around. Hopefully they're able to generate some money and some revenue on their crowdfunding. Without any more talking, let's get into the struggle. We're going to listen to one of the two tracks. This one is It's Not Too Late. It's not too late. One of the two tracks, the other one being Tension Rising. Check them out again. Last two tracks from the band and all proceeds from that sale. You can go to Bandcamp. Uh, I think Pirates Press will be doing something with it as well. Uh, all of it goes to Boom. Help save it. That is our fundraiser portion of the show. Uh, as yeah. we see more, because lockdowns are still continuing throughout our country and throughout our planet, as I see things that are like this, you know, we'll definitely plug them, play them, uh, do whatever we can. You know, a couple bucks, you get two tracks, and the money is going to go try to help out. And if a lot of people pay a couple bucks, that adds up, and it helps keep those venues and any other fundraisers that come about. Helps keep them going, helps other people. So, Eric. Let's get into some great cover-to-cover -cover albums. We talked about this. This is uh, yeah. Both of these are great cover-to-cover -cover albums that we picked, but they're also new albums as well. So get into it. What would you pick? Well, I picked 
a wonderful album from a wonderful band that I still accidentally refer to as PSO. <laughs> but that was their former name. Now they went with a name for shut up, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut the fuck up, goddamn. Anyway, they went with a name for which PSO stands for, and it is called Project Sell Out. Project Sell Out, right there. And they just released their first proper full-length album. And yeah, upon listening to it, I was like, oh, I gotta put this as a as a new track in the new song category for the podcast. But I ended up listening to it uh, three times in a row in one day, and then two times after that. Awesome. I was like, and I was like, yeah, you know what? This is going to be my great cover-to-cover album pick. It's only nine days old, and I already know that this is going to make an album of the year list. That's awesome. Yeah, for 2021. And the album is called Soul Doubt, and that's Soul Doubt get it (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah there we did play some tracks on here that are like uh uh, that they released as singles like quarantine forever that was played out that was played as well but and there's also a retread on the song uh uh man it is such a simple name and i forgot it anyway it was uh it was a song from the oh to whom it may concern that's the one which was a, which was released on a split that they did with Meth Breath a few years ago. Okay. Yep, and it, and it existed on that on that single for quite some, on that split for quite some time, and then they decided to revamp it and make it the closer of this album, and that is a wonderful song. I unfortunately it's not a song that I chose today because th- there was just some stuff on here that stood out even more. And I know how that goes. That's how you know you picked a great cover-to-cover album. Oh, I know. Yeah, and this, uh, my friend was uh, down in uh, down in Lemon Grove, where they're where they're from, and where they still inhabit. And he was uh, hanging out with them in their jam space and taking photos, taking videos of them. He's actually gonna. He actually made the uh, uh, took the group photo for that's supposed to go on the back of their LP once it's released. Awesome. So. So yeah, that's when he was there, and he was telling me the process of all the all the stuff that they were doing, and the uh, the fact that Noah was gonna get more guitar solos, Zach was gonna have some more uh, uh, some more drum fills and stuff to, for them to just kind of fuck around on. They even had the song, uh, one of the songs, end in a little uh, this little radio uh, recorded folk song that's like i'm never gonna leave lemon grove avenue (laughs) just why not or why because why not that's why (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there was a so yeah i had to choose a few that really uh made the record stand out of its own volition set apart from the previous discography like that was pso this is project sellout and one of the first songs i chose was devil's tunnel and this is a shorter one. It's definitely, it's definitely pretty brutal on there. And there is, it's got a lot of great skate punks, got great hardcore stuff in there, a lot of great speed. And then there is some DJ scratching on there. You know the. Okay. 
just out of nowhere. And it's out of nowhere, but God damn it, it does fit. Because, <laughs> yeah, everything just seems to have wound so perfectly in a nice, neat little package in this uh, punk rock record. So, without further ado, let's, uh, let's indulge ourselves with Project Sellout from Sold Out. Here is Devil's Tunnel, the first of which I... <laughs> Just as you described. Yep. Just uh, <laughs> right out of nowhere in the little bridge part. Again, why? Because why not? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah, that was the song that I had to chose just based on the out of nowhereness that it inst- that's instilled in it. Um, but, yeah, there was, uh, as it is, I've said it before, I'll say it again. There were just so many good tracks on this record. So... I had to choose one that kind of uh, emulated all the all the strong points of the band. And then I chose the song Vacancy. And this is the one where I was describing how Zach went crazy on the drums for a little bit. They just kind of let him uh, let him fill the void of a transition. And Noah got a lot of good uh, guitar playing in there because he may be in a punk rock band, but motherfucker can shred. <laughs> he, is, he is a very... He is pretty much a virtuoso of a punk rock guitar player and and it's not like he's uh giving in any solos to show off or it's like oh look at me i'm a punk rocker who could solo as well no the solos are meant to add to the music to kind of delve in the personality and dig deep a little more and that's what he does he manages to do that in a hardcore skate punk record and and then of course the music behind it it's like it's fast it's drudgy uh, not drudgy it's yeah it's fast and it's energetic but then it gets to a little drudgy breakdown part okay so, so yeah it all just uh fits right here and if i had to choose one song to properly uh to properly exemplify what this album entails what to expect it is this one this would have been the song that i would have chose as a single new track but like i said this album had more to offer than just a song so right so yeah and it does and it does have more to offer than just a couple of songs but 
This is a good starting point. This is bacon. Take your cake, you can eat it too. One of these days it will catch up with you. Never thought we would see you act as surprised. stuff there oh yeah so yeah that's the newest from project sellout and yeah, project sellout pso i've got literally nothing but nice things to say about them awesome <laughs> both as yeah both as a band as musicians and as people they are some of the nicest people i have ever met and just one of the greatest bands i have ever had the pleasure of listening to I am so happy that I discovered them in that little show down in Provo. That's awesome. And yep. that's cool that the that came out. I didn't even realize that was coming out until you put it on. Like, oh, shit, that already came out last week. Didn't even realize yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of uh, surprise releases. Like my other pick that's uh, for the metal pick. But right. we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Absolutely. The let's do a cover. One more cover to cover album. The one I picked is Brush Rates. They are from Jenna in Germany. Cool band here. Like I'd, I'd heard some of the stuff before. Was a little bit familiar with the band. I saw that this album was coming out. I mean, like two months in advance, and it's like, yeah, it's on the radar. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Told, you know, we talked about it as one of the albums that would be coming out. 
you know, the album is Schwarz's, Schwarz's Gould. And I, I was looking forward to it. And there's been a couple albums this past year where I knew uh, of the band, knew the release came out, was, re you know, like it's on the list of stuff to check out, just didn't get to it right away. It came out December 19th, and it was probably like two weeks ago, so two to three weeks after it came out when I finally got a chance to listen to it. And I thought, oh, this is good. And much the same as you, I listened to it a couple times, and I kept thinking, I'm definitely going to play it on the show, but I can't even pick a track. You know, I, there's too many. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick this for a great cover-to-cover -cover album because I just think it's awesome. Uh, it'll definitely be on, you know, one of the albums I talk about as far as lists go here in the next couple weeks when we throw together, you know, best ofs for 2020. Uh, this one's going to be on there for me somewhere. And I like it a lot. I, right till right when before we started doing the show, I was still debating on which two tracks to pick because I narrowed it down finally to, uh, you know, like three. But I finally just had to say, shit, all right, we're going to go with these two. So first one, the the. It's the title track, Schwarz's Gold, and it features Oxo 86, Oxo 86, another band there from Germany. This is the second album that Bresh Rates has put out. I think they started in 2003, but really got started in 2011, just because the guys kind of got together, really weren't serious until 2011, and then even then, I think until like 2016, really weren't kind of going at it, right? So this is the second album for the band. This is Brush Rates. The track is Schwarz's Gold. And I'm sure if you say it in German, which I'm not fluent in, uh, it sounds way cooler. So let's hear them say it. Here goes. <laughs>
guitars in that song. Killer song. Right? I had to include that one. Just love the guitars. And I will say that the German language was meant for punk rock. That just comes across and it just that it sounds like singing in German was intended for this style of music. What do you think of that band? Were you familiar with that band before we start playing this the that particular track? I was not. I mean, I could barely even uh, say the name at first glance. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought it was like Breck rates or something like that. Right. But I've actually heard it in one of their tracks and it sounded more like brush rates. So hopefully I'm, hopefully I'm even saying it correct. I, I hope, hope so. Uh, I like this band a lot. This album is really good. Get out there, check it out. It's only been out for about a month, uh, almost exactly a month came out December 19th. It is January 20th today. So about one month ago that came out. Let's listen to one more before we move on to Metal Picks. Uh, again, this was their second album. Go check out their first one. Check out this one. This is definitely a band that should be on your radar. Great band out of Germany. The track that we're going to listen to now is Good Night, White Pride. Hallelujah. <laughs> Good night, 
Midnight White Pride. Breast Rates. Yeah. Great track, great band. What do you think, Eric? You a fan now, or you, you got to go check them out more? What, what do you think? Well, I'm definitely leaning more towards checking them out more. But, yeah, that's some good stuff. Some good English-sounding uh, oi pub music from right? Germany, no less. Right. <laughs> Good stuff. I like that album a lot. I'm going to be listening to it more, and I'll be talking about it here in a, in a few weeks once I round up uh, you know, through the list. I've got the list of all the releases I think I'm aware of anyway. Now I just got to sift through it, kind of sort it a little bit, and I will be ready. Eric is doing the same, so we might get a couple bonus episodes here in, in the next couple weeks or so. We'll have to sort that out. Let's wrap up this show, though, with some metal. Eric, you're up first. What do you got? Well, I got a very interesting song from an interesting release from an increasingly interesting band. <laughs> the band is uh, one of my one of my favorite metal bands that have came out in the last decade. It's probably not my most favorite. They are the back patch on on my battle vest, and it is Gate Creeper. Now, Gate Creeper, I have a. Uh, Man, I have just ogled over them ever since I saw them live with the Cro-Mags, no less, all the way down in their home state of Arizona. And and yeah, I've been seeing them ever since they were, ever since before they were signed to Relapse Records and basically became the biggest death metal band of our generation. Awesome. Yep. And interestingly enough, they were supposed to be... Uh, they were supposed to be touring for uh, most of last year. They were on a tour. They were on the tour bell with uh, Mayhem, and but then that show got axed because that was right when COVID was hitting. The and the day before it even came to Utah, they uh, yeah, it was the night I was supposed to be at that show with Gate Creeper and Mayhem, but it was the night I suffered my brain injury. Oh, yeah. So kind of a weird. Weird connection I have with that band now. I often say <laughs> I was supposed to be seeing a metal show that night, not <laughs> skateboarding. Anyway, anyway, that's a bridge. That's just the bridge over tro troubled water. But yeah, the fact was that Gate Creeper, since they were like, "Well, we're not going to be touring. I guess we got to stay home and, uh, I guess, write some more stuff." And they did in semi-secrecy, you know, not a lot of people knew what Gate Creeper was doing outside of their immediate circle. So much so that Closed Casket, they actually announced, hey, Gate Creeper's dropping this new album. It's available for streaming uh, at midnight tonight. It was <laughs> 12 hours notice for all the Gate Creeper fans to know that there was a new album underway. <laughs> And the interesting thing about this album is, if you heard Gate Creeper, it's straightforward uh, death metal <clears throat> coming from the realms of like Obituary and Entombed with a uh, new school hardcore edge to it. And this one, it's different. It's more of an EP. With side A being their uh, grindcore and punk influences. The songs are punchy, they're fast, and they're short. And the very last song is just a doom metal death, death track. It's kind of like the Kind of like in the same vein as I Hate God. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like a, yeah, it was just like a through the looking glass type of situation of the two things that kind of uh, put Gate Creeper together. Only just one side is more exemplified than the other. So it was really an experimentation. 
in an interview, uh, the singer Chase Mason, he uh, says he doesn't want people to refer to this as like the follow-up from the previous album, Deserted, which was you know acclaimed and hailed as one of the best death metal releases of all time. But there was like, this is just us experimenting. This is just us kind of uh, going in different places and just like trying to see where we're going to take this sound. It's not a proper album. It's an EP. We're just going to see where it takes us. And okay. honestly, if they keep going in this direction, I've got nothing to worry about because the song, An Unexpected Reality, uh, I'm sorry, the album is called An Unexpected Reality. Emphasis on unexpected. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it had a yeah. Every song on there was a banger. This was an album required multiple listens for me to really, to really just kind of grasp what a great standout song was. In all honesty, the greatest song was the slowest one, but it was also the longest, clocking in at just over ten minutes long. Wow! But it's a, and I'm like, well, I played an extremely long song last week in the metal section, so I don't want to make you suffer two weeks in a row. So, <laughs> <laughs> still a good song if you're into the slow, sludgy, doomy. Uh, death metal stuff i just streamed a whole fucking album what am i to say right <laughs> but, but yeah one of the shorter songs on this record is the song imposter syndrome i was like yeah there's some good death metal influence in here and a lot of good core influence in here it's really cool to hear like a uh, gate creeper doing straightforward uh grind core and punk rock songs in the same vein as they said in black flags album my ward where it's a mix of really fast punchy traditional hardcore songs and then that slower kind of black sabbath fusion type stuff okay yeah so uh so yeah this was a this was the one that kind of held the majority of their uh, fast influence and aggressive influence so here it is it's imposter syndrome it'll keep your attention for one minute and it literally a minute <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> short for a metal track yeah <laughs> yeah it's really interesting the whole ep you know it clocks in at just about 15 minutes long wow and yeah the majority of which are encapsulated in one track <laughs> right 10 minutes long yep yeah but it's a good ep you know some people on a on a facebook group i am a part of the official gate creeper cult uh they're all you know, they're ogling, they're going like, my record came in today, my cassette tape came in, and one of them actually said, I think this is the greatest thing Gate Creepers ever released. I'm like, well, that's quite a, that's quite a huge step. <laughs> I, I can't say I agree or disagree. I 
have listened to their other albums, you know, and EPs longer. So I, I don't really have that big of a frame of reference. So, but, but yeah, I can't exactly say it's better than their previous releases, but damn it, it's a good release. I mean, just the presentation of such is just, it's just amazing. <laughs> Threw me off guard. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so there you go. An unexpected reality from Gate Creeper, and just one of the many, not even many, but one of the songs on that record. A lot of them are kind of the kind of in the same realm. Some of them are slower. Some of them are uh, faster. And and yeah, I just gotta say again, one is just incredibly slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it took ten minutes to get through. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a nice way to keep them in the keep them in the scope and in the minds of all their uh, metalhead fans out there. Just to be like, yep, we're still planning on doing stuff. Here's a here's a little sneak peek of what we got in the works, pretty much. That's cool. Well, it's good for them. Glad that they were able to do that since they didn't get a tour. Eric, we're gonna wrap this up. One more track. The band is Ten Plagues. Are you familiar with the band Ten Plagues? Weirdly enough, I am. This was. This was one of the bands that I had played with, you know, in shows when I started performing live in front of audiences as a bass player. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Wasn't a part of the band, but the band I was in was in their same spectrum. They were death core, you know, and yeah, we played two shows with them. And on the second show, I actually got jumped by a couple of their fans. Uh-oh. Yeah, just because I gave one of them the finger because he was being a dickhead. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a, a bit of a weird, uh, bit of weird trivia and a bit of weird uh, connection I still have with that band. Other than the fact that they were that old school deathcore where it's like uh, building up towards the breakdown and then everything pauses and a movie quote plays. And then you hear the little uh, ding on the the bell of the of the symbol, and then it just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they were pretty they were pretty cool guys, pretty pretty fun live band to see. But I have not listened to them since, and that was a shade under a decade ago. So uh, I was not even aware that they had this uh, the single come out five years ago. Yes, they released this single. So the single's called Death Threat. They released it on November 10th of 2015, so just a bit over five years ago. They are from Salt Lake City, just like Eric was talking about. He'd played with them. Uh, I came across him, uh, a friend of mine at work. His son is the drummer in the band, and he was talking to me about them uh, a week or two ago, and I thought, oh, cool, well, I'll check them out, and I did, and now I'm going to play them on the show. So shout out to Brower. I work with him. And his son is the drummer. So let's check out some 10 Plagues out of Salt Lake City. Here is the most recent release that I saw on Bandcamp about five years ago. Here is 10 Plagues. <laughs> Let's go! 
Plagues. Ten Plagues, they're from Salt Lake City. At, at least at that time, uh, I'm unfamiliar because of the age there and the conversation that we had, but I know at least at one point they were uh, in high school, and I know they did a, a tour of at least some of the, you know, a couple of the western states here, so awesome for them. That band is Ten Plagues. Eric, what'd you think? Yeah. Well, I gotta say, not really changing my opinion on uh, deathcore music, and that opinion is, I know it has its place, I know it's got its fans, I know it's got a lot of, uh, I know it's got a lot of ups and downs, and some considerably decent bands slash tracks from there, but the majority of it just falls under uh, the category of a tossed riff salad. It's just, uh, and it's just like a lot of the riffs sound the same. There's a lot of the same, uh, I don't know, the whole build up, break down, repeat, build up, break down, repeat. That's just kind of what I get out of a lot of deathcore. And yeah, this one was kind of in that, this one was in that category for me. Okay. Well, that wraps up the metal. Uh, thank you, very, everybody, for joining. You can find us at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. You can find the bands on Instagram at nofx, at space underscore cadet underscore band, at spunk.volcano, at invertebrate, invertebrate grind, at knock underscore off, at Project Sellout, at Brush Rates, in case you don't know, it's B-R-E-C-H-R-A-I-T-Z, at Gate Creeper, at Ten Plagues Band, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? I exist over on Instagrams at ScaryUncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at Anonymous underscore Band Official. And we have a band camp on there that is uh, anonymousslc at uh, dot bandcamp dot com forward slash. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah, and then we're also on Facebook that is uh, anonymous band slc. Awesome. Great stuff. You can find the bands also on Facebook at nofx, at space cadet band one, at spunk volcano, at invertebrate pv at Knockoff Punk Band, at The Struggle UK, at PSOLGP, at Brush Rates, at Gate Creeper, at Ten Plagues UT, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us for episode 195. We hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoyed all the tracks, a lot of great new stuff, great albums, all that metal. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap the show up? Yeah, the song, uh, the songs of our choosing today, they were like, uh, it kind of went under the theme of, of being relatable across the spectrum, especially in our kind of, uh, in our politically leaning tracks that we chose right earlier. And, uh, and yeah, then the one with the struggle, it's not too late, you know, talking about, uh, you know, with the benefits and all proceeds going into, uh, going into keeping their venue alive right yeah and uh and yeah i want to do a quick plug here we have uh, something similar to that happening in uh, salt lake city with our uh with our house venue the beehive where so many bands 
in and out of state have played. It's just been a local hub and eatery for for us alternative community. And they recently started a Patreon to uh, help uh, to help with keeping their rent of that place paid. Because I mean, the restaurant's doing fine. People are still ordering from there, but the venue itself is like, well, nothing's really happening. Right. So they're like, so they're utilizing if you want to film a music video or use it as a place to do a live streaming show. You know, all you can do, you know, just uh, pay pay us some money through uh, Patreon and or become a subscriber on Patreon, and we could uh, have the funds to help make that happen and keep awesome. the community going, keeping some emblem of live music alive. So. So yeah, that's a plug for all you guys that are from Salt Lake and you're listening and you are just missing live shows so goddamn much. Right? I am. That's <laughs> a great venue. And seeing. I've seen a wonderful venue. Quite a few bands there. Uh, one of my favorite bands, period. Lions Law, when they made their way over here from France, saw them yeah. there at the Beehive. Uh, so many other great bands, a lot of great local bands, but touring bands just Bands, great venue. So, yes, we have that here, and I'm sure most places do. And in big cities, you probably have multiples. So do what you can. You know, if any bands like The Struggle uh, are out there to kind of help and throw some proceeds, uh, you know, maybe people are more willing to spend if they feel like they're getting a little something, but you really are because you're keeping that venue alive for that next show that you want to go to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it uh, and unfortunately it does take a uh, an income to keep stuff like that alive. But it's income that's coming from the community to help give back to the community. Right. Yeah. I've said this a few times on a on a few episodes where it's like if you're part of the punk rock community, if you're part of the hardcore alternative one, you know, don't just go into it and take it at face value. Just put on the uniform and be like, yeah, I'm a punk rocker too. Nah, do something with it. And this is a way to do something. Absolutely. Yep. So if you if you're already a uh, Patreon subscriber, my hat goes out to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Support your venue. Support your scene. And on that note, Chris, play the fucking outro. Mm-hmm.